Hey there, it's Coach Laura with Compassionate Coaching. One of the most common questions I get is how did I start my podcast? Was it hard? Did it cost a bunch of money? Where do I even start? I'm really glad you asked because with Anchor FM, it's super easy to start recording your very own podcast. Just sign up for their free account at Anchor FM. You can record episodes from the Anchor app right on your phone or upload one from your computer. Anchor is going to lead you step-by-step in getting listed in all the major directories. So download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM and get started today. I know you have stuff to say and we want to hear it. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Health and Wellness Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Coach Laura Adair with Compassionate Coaching. Are you feeling unsatisfied with your life? Are you a push it till you puke kind of lady? (laughs) I feel you. If this is you, you're not alone. We're here to bring you a sacred space for getting grounded into health and wellness the easy way. Through this podcast, as well as my signature life coaching program, I'm here to provide you with the support, the encouragement, and the accountability to connect with your purpose and get your life back in balance. I have an amazing special guest today, Ms. Amy Douglas, and Amy is a health and wellness mindset coach, and she's here to help you love your life and to reclaim your beauty, your joy, and confidence with transformational mindset coaching. Welcome, Amy. Thank you, Laura. What a beautiful introduction. Oh, gosh, you're welcome. It is such a pleasure to have you here today. And I am so excited to hear more about you and what you do. Maybe could you share with us a little about how did you get into this coaching stuff? Well, interestingly enough, I hired my own coach, right? That's how we do it. I was in corporate America for 25 long years and it was slowly killing me. Um, and I mean that seriously. Oh, wow. And um, I, everything that was going on inside my body, nothing from a Western medicine perspective could help me understand what that was. Mm. So I am in the Midwest and um, five years ago in the Midwest, we didn't know what a coach was. <laughs> <laughs> and so I ended up hiring somebody um on the West coast in California and really helped me navigate. I loved what she was saying. I loved what she was asking and I loved what I was experiencing. And so then I hired another coach and another one, you know, just kind of, and I've, you know, to this day, we'll still forever and always have a coach. And I'm also kind of that trust, but verify kind of person. (laughs) So I really wanted to get the education for myself. I didn't tell a soul I was doing it because I wasn't really allowed to in my corporate life. So I did all this kind of under the radar. And once I started um, having the opportunity to have my own practice clients and then continue the education in a way that felt supportive for me, because I never went through the education with the intent to ever work with another soul on what I was learning for myself through my own transformation. What happens happened through all the work that I did, I uncovered it was too good to keep to myself. Mm. And so there's just a light bulb moment that went on that said, why am I continuing the struggle? Why am I continuing in the way that led me to where I was at my wits end when I see that it can be different and then I can then empower and help others to do that for themselves and transform as well. And it was just like a no brainer. It took me 73 seconds to resign from my corporate life. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Yeah, it was. And I have never looked back. Um, that, That was over two and a half years ago. And I love my life in such a way that 
I would often tell others is indescribable. Mm. Yeah. Wow. That's beautiful. And if you wouldn't mind, I wonder if you could share with us the types of things that you were able to work through with a coach. And if that's too personal, you can say no. Oh gosh, no. Um, I was the type of person that on the outside, I looked as I had all my shit together, right? Like, I mean, I had the perfect family, had the perfect home, the perfect job, perfect friends, yada, yada, yada. And on the inside, I was really suffering. Um, I experienced a divorce, but boy, on the outside, I looked like I didn't miss a beat, right? Mm. Everything was good sunshine and puppies. And um, what I uncovered for myself is that it was the deep work that I did on the inside that really reflected how I felt about myself on the outside. Mm. And so I was able to break down that facade of how I thought I had to be, or you and I both know how we feel about the should word about how I thought I should be. And I um, became the person who loved and embraced myself unapologetically. And that's the person that I um you know, show up in the world as today. And so a lot of the work that I did was really mindset related. Yes, there were some health things we went through, right? Like how we were treating our body. There was definitely some transformational coaching, just the language we use, but the mindset piece of it is so much about the thoughts we think and the words we speak, because often those very things where they start within us, we have 100% control of. And those thoughts and words we speak become our beliefs. Mm. And then interestingly enough, the beliefs are what create our actions that formulate our experiences. And so the work that I do is many people come to me sharing with me what they don't like about what they're experiencing. So what I help us do is go back to their thoughts and their beliefs so that we can create new experiences. Mm, that's beautiful. I think um, people have probably heard me talk about that quite a bit. You know, that stuff that we think all the time, that's the shit we get. Yeah. 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 So let's be really mindful, no pun intended, <laughs> about the thoughts that we're choosing. Yeah. Because if we don't like a thought, we can choose again. We can. We can transform that pathway to a totally different thought pattern. It takes time. It takes practice, but it also took time and practice to get that way to begin with. And we don't like what we're experiencing. So we want things to be different. We get to do different things, right? Mm, and so yeah. it starts with our thoughts and it starts with our, you know, the words that we're choosing. So I work really, really consciously with my clients on that. I love that. You know, that's again about the story we're telling ourselves. We've talked about that before too. It's like, I think I have this great happy story, you know, in the front of my mind and I'm like, I'm all this and I'm all that. And I'm a million dollar coach. And, you know, underneath I'm going the fuck I am. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. So do you see that they're not aligned? Yes. Yeah. And so what we get to do is we get to work with a thought that we can quote unquote, buy into, we can start to believe. And that takes some practice. It takes some practice from releasing that fuck the fuck if I am one, right? Like we're <laughs> yeah. going to release that one. And yeah. so that's, that's the mindset piece of it. It's so much about reframing and choosing a different way of thinking and speaking. Therefore over time, it changes our beliefs, right? So yes. the, it just, it, that, and then therefore those beliefs create the actions that we do on a daily basis and therefore the experiences we start, you know, to have for ourselves. 
Absolutely. And bang, there's your result. <laughs> yeah. And that's me like firing out of a cannon. If I felt like the work that I did whenever I released myself from my corporate life, which by the way, I thought I had to have, it was mm. safe. It was stable. It was secure. It was the responsible thing to do as a single mother of two kiddos. Right. Those sure. were that's, like, all that was my belief system. I can't do that. That's irresponsible. Well, is that even true? Because I feel like I have, I mean, I was the mom that sat with the laptop on my, you know, lap in my suit at a baseball game saying that I was quote unquote there. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I might've been physically present, but I wasn't present at all. Right. And now I don't miss a moment of the time that I have with the people that I get to, you know, experience in my life that is living in the present conscious moment. And that's what you know, I have got to do for myself. Oftentimes the people that come to me would describe themselves as having the perfect life, but they're not enjoying it. Right. They're still doing all the things I just described. They're running here, they're running there to drinking a bottle of wine to get through the evening. Mm. And I help them create joy in every area of their life because we can It's within our grasp and anything that tells us that we can't is a lie. It's can't or won't. Right. You and I talked about that. It's can't or won't. Can't or won't. Can't is I'm a victim. I can't. And just imagine like the back of my hand on my forehead. I can't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's get some yeah. drama. And I can't, Amy. I can't. Yeah. yeah. But if and we say won't, we won't. Yeah. Yeah. We own it. Right. Yeah. We get to choose and we're always choosing. When somebody tells me they're stuck. I'm like, stuck is also a choice. Mm-hmm. If that's what you're choosing, please just own it. Cause what we don't own, we won't change. Yeah. And you know, I don't know that a lot of us understand that stuck is a choice because when we're stuck, let's face it, we're stuck. Okay. So if I'm stuck, that means that I don't have a solution. And um, it can be like, I don't know, I don't want to call it a cop out, but when we're stuck, it's hard to see that we have a choice. Yes. Yes. And that is the role that we're playing in that moment because we're choosing to say that we're stuck. Yes. When we, when we identify, oh, I have a feeling of stuckness what I I do differently to remove myself through this. That's a choice. Yeah. It's, it's the awareness. I I love it when my clients say, Oh my gosh, now that I'm aware, I can't be unaware. I'm like, I know, isn't it great? (laughs) You can no longer just live, you know, under the surface. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. that we, we actually do get to choose and that, yeah, and do. I liked how you, you reframe, you're beautiful at reframing things because like, if I'm stuck, then I'm stuck. I don't know what to do. And you're like, well, you, you called it a feeling of being stuck. So it took it from being this tangible, like, you know, I'm, I'm stuck like a bug under a pin. Right. And no, it just feels like you're stuck like a bug under a pin. And I like right. that, that yeah. subtle little reframe. You're really a master of that. That's part of the mindset work. It really is allowing ourselves to identify how we, what we are choosing to think and how we're choosing to speak and uncovering how that may be playing a role in what we're experiencing. So therefore we can go back to that and shift it to create a different experience for ourselves. It's very, very powerful, highly effective, available to everyone. Yes. Our thoughts are free guys. (laughs) We choose them. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And you know, there's all ways of reframing and choosing and and reaching for new thoughts. And sometimes it's as simple as getting up out of my office chair and walking down to the kitchen. Oh, that is huge. 
That is a huge practice. You shift the energy in that moment. You can create a completely different thought for yourself. Absolutely. So I'm stuck at my computer here feeling stuck. And if I get up and I go to the kitchen and I get a nice fresh glass of cold filtered water and which is great grounding, by the way, that cool water going down is very grounding and it gives it, I shift my physical location and then it shifts my energy and it allows for even more creativity and thoughts to come through. Yes. Yes, absolutely. We have tons of different ways to shift that energy. It can be visual. It can be physical. Yeah, just tons of different ways. So we just get to test what works for us in any given moment. Absolutely. And you know, you, um, you made a statement a little while ago where we can ask ourselves when we're telling ourselves a statement, I'm stuck, (laughs) right? I love that. It's a great example. And the question is, is that true? Yeah. Yeah. I ask that question of myself regularly when I'm feeling something, because remember we're making a statement as an affirmation. We're affirming something we feel about ourselves. And in that moment, it might be our truth, but is it just an event that we're feeling the sense of feeling stuck or is it a characteristic trait, right? (laughs) It's, it's not a characteristic trait. It's a, it's something we're experiencing. And then in that moment we can ask ourselves, okay, is that really true? What evidence could I find that will disprove this feeling of stuckness? Well, I'm aware of it. I'm deciding to work on it. I think I'm going to shift my energy. I may phone a friend. I may just stop what I'm doing right now that I'm feeling stuck in and, you know, get myself immersed into something else. There are all kinds of ways to try to do this, but we want to disprove something that really isn't our truth. Yes. And we interrupt that pattern. Definitely. Pattern interrupt. Is it true? And the shifting, that's beautiful. Yeah. I love that. Amazeballs. <laughs> I love that word. It's one Amazing. Of my I know. I love this. I love it. It's just awesome. So um, tell me a little bit more. Like I not everybody understands what is a mindset coach. Can you break that down into a little bit more detail for me? I can sure try. So Thank I you. refer to myself often as a mindset mentor, right? Mm-hmm. So think. We, we connect with mentors often when we want something to shift that we see someone else um, might be doing well. We might be able to witness that. So from the mindset perspective, just like I shared, we are all 100% in control of our thoughts. And if our experiences, what we're experiencing in our life originate from our thoughts then let's work on our thoughts. That's why you would often hear me in a coaching session with someone. I'm very actively listening to the words they're choosing to speak about what they're experiencing and what limitations we can uncover. I hear lots of can'ts. I hear lots of shoulds, right? And so what I invite them to do is shift those words in another way. So if it's a can't, ask them, is it can't or is it won't, right? Because just as you and I described earlier, one is victimhood, one they get to own. And should, nobody likes the way that should feels. I don't should on anyone, including myself. There's shame involved in that and shame. There's no good in shame either. So I invite them to say, if I really wanted to, I could. Another thing I hear so much is I need to, I have to. Mm-hmm. Those have built-in resistance. You automatically don't want to do those things 
because the need or have to might be coming from an external source. That's the other thing I uncover in the mindset work I do. Whose voice is that telling you these things? If it's anybody other than yours, let it go. And if it's yours, then let's uncover, is that really your truth, right? Is that really true? But if you hear the need to and have to, I get them to shift it to, I get to. Mm. And then if they aren't feeling good about what they're saying they need to do or have to do, when they transform it to get to, then they're going to release it from even their quote unquote responsibility or task list. I'm inviting them to be, I'm going to use this word cautiously in control, right? Of the words they're choosing, the thoughts they're thinking, right? Because that's the very, those very things have so much power in what we experience in our everyday life. Yeah. And I think if we're present and we're mindful and we're watching and listening to the things that we're thinking and the things that we're saying, I think that's opening the door to really having a say in what we're thinking, right? Yes. We're not a victim of the thoughts that are just attacking us from somewhere, right? We're actually creating those. And when we begin to bring the mindfulness, to bring the attention to what am I thinking, paying attention to our thoughts as they unfold, we're able then then to go, you know, is this an empowering story or a disempowering story? Is this something that's happening to me? Right. Chances are right. no. <laughs> yeah. And then we get to choose another story that we're telling ourselves that some of that deep transformational work that we both do with our clients is getting that reframe. And, you know, do I need to or should I do something or do I get to choose it? And, you know, which feels more empowering? Yes. Yes. I often have my private clients, and by the way, not many of them love it, but take an entire day of writing down their thoughts. This is, yes, it is busy work. Let me tell you the information we gather from what's going on in the background of their lives that they didn't even realize subliminally is running the show. I often call it that tab, you know, on your computer, when you go to Mm -hmm. shut down that you didn't even know is open and is slowing the whole damn system down all along. Yeah. That's what we uncover when I invite them to, you know, keep track of their thoughts all day long. They'll come back to me and they'll be like, I had no idea. I thought about this every single moment of every single, you know, and I'm like, these are the things that we get to work on shifting because Mm -hmm. that's what's running in the background. That's what's controlling everything. And we want to shift that control panel to something that is moving you in the trajectory of what you want to be experiencing in your life. Yeah. I think those habitual thought patterns, there's a reason they're called that, right? Is we're not even aware. It's just a habit. And we can shift it. Yes. One little thought at a time. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I love that. So empowering. What else would you like to tell us about uh, mindset and choice and the things that you do? Yeah. You know, Laura, there's so many, everybody learns a little bit differently. You know, my, my favorite, my signature is working with people privately. I love it so much. I get to hear the way that they're speaking, the thoughts that they're having, especially when they allow themselves to be super vulnerable, where this is where 
you know, I started to really open up in my first experience to be coached was just being honest with myself about what I was experiencing because I'd worked for so long to have this facade of what I thought, how I was supposed to be showing up in the world. Mm. And once I was honest and open about that, I was able to start to change things. So that's the beauty of working in the one-on-one environment. In 2020, a lot of things shifted as we all know. And so I, um, created an online course that I have titled Mindset Makeover. Mm. And it's really been an impactful course for those who, like myself, really liked doing the independent study. I didn't want anybody to know that I was working on anything. I often hear, well, how do I tell somebody? How do I refer somebody to you? You know, I don't want them to think that there's anything wrong. What in the world tells us that there's anything wrong when we're trying to improve the quality of our life, right? Can we please drop that stigma for crying out loud? But I do have that course to really be supportive of those who want the independent self-study. And we work on the limiting beliefs. We work on the energy of frequency of doubt and fear. And we work on how to create a practice for yourself to create different experiences. Mm. So, you know, there are all different ways, as you well know, Laura, that we can help support those and different ways, different modalities that they might want to take in. I have several clients that take my course first because there's such deep, you know, foundational infrastructure to help them really start unpacking so that when they start working with me privately, we can go much deeper, much faster, Mm. but everybody gets to do this in their own way. And so I love being able, I do workshops from time to time as well. And I love being able to do that because it's very free flowing, um, but it gives people the opportunity to experience my style and the way that I show up and show them what's possible for themselves. There's always some great takeaways, but you know, in the world of mindset coaching or mindset mentoring, there's no one size fits all. However, it all does start with our thoughts, which as I've said, are the one thing we are completely in control of. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I get to do in the world. Oh, amazing. And I love what you do in the world. And I've seen your work firsthand. And I'm here to tell you, Amy is fucking amazing. (laughs) Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) And Amy, if I could, I'd like to shift gears just for a moment before we get on with how people can get in touch with you. Uh, In previous episodes, I'm always paying attention to my life purpose, which of course is helping other people find their life purpose, along with uh, some other really tasty things that are coming up and new from me. But I wonder if, could you speak briefly about how did you know that you were supposed to be doing this, that you had a purpose? How did you connect with it? Tell me something about your purpose or your big why. I think through my transformation, the work that I did, getting the education, experiencing what it felt like to be coached and have those powerful questions being you know asked of me and helping me uncover my own truths when I was doing the work, having the practice clients, as you know, you know, such a big part of what we do from our education perspective. I recognized the mornings that I was getting up to do the coaching sessions with practice clients. I couldn't wait to get up. Mm. And then the moments that I was waking up to do my day job, which I lovingly release, but you know, I, I didn't want to get up. And then I noticed for myself that the things, the way that I used to do things and the way that I used to think didn't fit anymore. And the people that I was around and the words that they were choosing and the ways that they were experiencing life felt so, um, closed off and harsh. Mm. And I just acknowledged for myself, if I kept doing that, then the work that I had done was never going to stick 
right? So I knew I had to do something different. And I uncovered has so much of my own truths of releasing these thoughts that I, what I had to do, what I need to do and what I should do that I knew that I was making so many deep changes for myself. As I said, I, there was just no way I could keep that to myself. And the transformation that I was seeing in the people that I was working with just made it so inevitable. It was just, I couldn't believe how beautiful it felt. I just wanted to stand on the top of the bank tower and just scream. There's another way (laughs) I really. And so I just had to create my way of helping others see that there was another way. It was just inevitable. There was just, I was going to suffocate if I didn't, that's how I felt. Wow. Yeah. That's really powerful. It's no wonder you're so passionate about what you do. And it reminded me of that old movie. Remember when everybody opened their windows in New York City? I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Look, people, there's another way. Yes. I just, and that's what I often say, you know, I promise there's another way. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't mean to get all shouty on you there. No, but I loved it. That's really how I felt. Yeah. Shout it from the rooftops. Oh my God. There's another way. Yes. You don't have to live with this anymore. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. Because I uncovered that for myself. So I knew it was my truth. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Oh my gosh, Amy. It is. I could talk to you all day. I really could. And, you know, but you're going to get tired of me eventually. I'm sure of it. (laughs) (laughs) That's not possible. Uh, This has been wonderful though. So thank you for the opportunity to share what I do. I love, love, love what I get to do in this world. And if you could tell our listeners, please, if I wanted to just get some more Amy love, where can I find you? How can I get in touch? And will you be my Valentine? (laughs) Yes. So I do have a website that shares some of what I've shared today. Um, It's amyadouglas.com. And, um, you know, you can email me. My email is coachamy2011 at gmail.com. Either one of those are great ways to reach out. Some people like that little more of the personal touch. So email is a great way to start the introduction. Um, But if you're interested in learning more about my story and what I do and my offerings, that's on my website. Oh, guys, check out her website. It's, I totally recommend you got to go see Amy's website. It's beautiful. It's feminine. It's empowering. And it just, you just step onto her homepage and you're like, I feel loved just being here. Good. That was my intention. Yeah. That's the space I hold for sure. Yes. Oh my God. I totally felt that when I went to your website. So Below today's episode, I'll be sure to put a link with your email address and the website so people can take a look at what you do. Any any final thoughts, Amy? I just want everybody to know there's another way. You too can love your life the way I do. I haven't set an alarm since the day I left the bank. <laughs> I live my life by my design and I've created so much freedom and it's available to everyone. Oh, I love it. There's a better way. Yeah. Awesome. Again, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom and your insight and depth today, Amy. Yeah. Thank you, Laura. Thank you for giving me the space to do that. Oh, you're welcome. Be sure to check back for more episodes of the Health and Wellness Made Easy podcast with health and wellness coach, Laura Adair. You can find more information out about me at laurajadair.com. Be sure to check back for our next episode coming soon. They're about, yeah, once a week, give or take. Until next time, my friends, there is a better way.